You sick, Hyrule? Uh, just COVID. That's all. COVID again? No, I don't have COVID. Actually, we took a little test thing mm-hmm. at home, and I was good. Just you know, the usual bullshit when you have kids. Hungover. <laughs> uh, no, I wish. Just the usual. Your sound's just a little off. I can't tell if it's your voice or if it's the the mic or the call. No, it's me. It's, it's I sound like shit. Oh, joy. We have this to look forward to for 80 minutes, Jared. <laughs> I can't wait. Lounge singer Dolores Van Cartier always wanted to be a star performer. Nothing you can say can tear me away from my God. But tonight... She's going to become a star witness. Hey, is there a problem? I've never seen anybody kill before. If you testify, I'm going to put you in the last place on earth that Vince would ever look for you. She's an ideal prospect for rehabilitation. Absolutely not. That is not a person you can hide. That is a conspicuous person designed to stick up. Me. I'm a penguin. I'd like to offer a great big hi there and hello to Sister Mary Clarence. This stuff is terrible. It tastes like. There are three vows every nun must accept: the vow of poverty, mm-hmm. the vow of obedience, mm-hmm. and the vow of chastity. I am out of here. Hey, sister, we expecting any more of your friends? This turns into a nuns' bar. I'm out of here. There's got to be something around here that I can do that's not going to chip my nails or annoy anybody. You will join the choir. The choir? We're terrible. This is going to be hell. Tell me about it. We can rock this place. I love it. I love it. I love it. I forget the words. You're going to go straight to hell. We could cut a demo. You're a pioneer. She ain't no nun. You have corrupted the entire choir. I was thinking more like Vegas. You know, get some butts in the seats. I'd rather sing than do anything. It's better than ice cream. It's better than springtime. It's better than sex. No, I've heard. Sister Act. We're always going to be together. That's what Diana Ross said. <laughs> My voice being shitty? Mm-hmm. Is it that bad? Like, is it that, like, grating? We know your content's going to be shitty, Hyro. We expect pristine technical quality from you, if nothing else. Inhale some of your vapors from your <laughs> home country. <laughs> Get right. <laughs> some of your Peruvian <laughs> concoctions. <laughs> it's been a while. I didn't really know where Jared was going with that first. I was like, does Hyro, is he uh, into that? Oh, okay. It's a race joke. Yeah. I got hey, it. Hey, you know what I do. You know what I yeah. am in. Uh, on that note, we were talking about Sister Act, right? I think that's where we left off. Mm-hmm. You're the boss. So, Jared, you're you're off to a great start here. As, uh, a, another entry in uh, Hiro's Black Cinema of 1992 as he tries to learn us a thing or two about the culture. I'm here to help Chuck from work. Who's more attractive, Tyler Perry or Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not using that as the uh, the art for the episode, Jerry. <laughs> you know, Tyler Perry was pretty good in Gone Girl. I'm going to show him that respect. I'm not going to use him as a joke, as you are. Oh, okay. My bad. So, um, I don't think it's going to surprise either one of you. I had not seen this since I was a kid. Because I believe that's the target demographic. This is a, an old-fashioned family-style comedy. That's my way of saying it's not very funny. Or good. But it's okay. <laughs> But this was a big hit, wasn't it's, it? Oh, it was a huge hit. 
um, $230 million on a $31 million budget. So, uh, yeah, we'll never see that again for, for a comedy. That Those days are, are long gone. But uh, this is... I think Hiro usually banters. We volley a little bit about the peak of certain actors. I would say this is peak Whoopi Goldberg, right? Like she's, she won the she Oscar. coming off she of Ghost hit. Right. Okay. And then a massive hit and never never came this close again. Right? I thought the peak was when she was Being dating Ted Danson. No, that's not her peak. God damn it now. Well, we're trying to... Let's keep it above the belt. Jared has already brought up Tyler Perry that has fuck all to do with the 1992 yeah, what, films. I, that's another question. Is what is, what, what is the point of Tyler Perry being in this situation? Like We always have the background art and all that stuff. Listener can't mm. see that Jared has chosen Tyler Perry for his background art. What's the point? I thought he was the spokesman for all people of that racial ethnicity. <laughs> Okay, check from work. How do you? How, how is the target on me here? Like, I, speak I don't for us, Tyler Perry. Since <laughs> <laughs> Jared has dragged us down, uh, I have my clock at three and a half minutes. Three and a half minutes. Um, I'm sure our many fans have heard the trailer for Sister Act at this point, and maybe I hope to God the trailer provides some cover for us that when uh, this. Very attractive black woman goes on the run from her. Uh, Did you say shirtless. attractive? Very progressive. Did you say attractive? Michael? Relationship. <clears throat> I did say attractive because uh, this it's in the sober cinema continuity. This is before we started doing, I believe, before we started doing 1996. Now we're doing 1992, and uh, I think we caught a little bit of gruff uh, from uh, Derek Stewart, friend of the show, because I mentioned uh, it, it had nothing to do with him. The initial conversation was someone on my Facebook feed had reposted some sort of you know just meme or bullshit rant from someone. And it was just a picture, a normal picture of Whoopi Goldberg, not like what Jared's trying to do, saying she looks like Tyler Perry. <laughs> Even though Jared, they look nothing alike. <laughs> the the <laughs> hairstyle, nothing. <laughs> They're both I, it, wearing it's glasses. so distracting. I don't know what you're doing, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> but in that post um, that was shared by a friend of mine, uh, basically attacking America or or the world at large uh, for saying, like, do you, do you all remember a time when... Uh, Whoopi Goldberg won an Oscar and was the uh, top c- comedic draw uh, at the movies, and yet everyone acted like she wasn't also one of the most beautiful people in the world. And I just said, you don't get to be everything. You can be the top comedy act at the movies. You can win an Oscar. Let's not go so far to where every celebrity has to be the most accomplished at everything, which, in Whoopi's case, I'm just saying Hiro merely that uh, she was never considered one of the most beautiful people in the world, much like a Billy Crystal or Robin Williams was never considered the <laughs> sexiest man alive. Nope. That's all I was saying. All right. So we're all, we're all on the same page. No one's, <laughs> no one wants to take that bait. No, you don't know what's the road with that. Like that Whoopi is ugly is basically your, your thesis statement here. That's not my thesis. I will say that we are introduced to her in a romantic entanglement uh, with Harvey Keitel, mafioso Harvey Keitel, shirtless, uh, nipples exposed. Uh, I I, I mm. like that his introduction. Thumbs up. Um, but he is married to some, someone presumably more attractive than Whoopi Goldberg, and is pulling a Robert Kraft, as Jared is uh, mm. to say often on the show. Um, but she has to go on the run because she uh, interrupts his business, his profession of having a man executed at his feet. And so that's how she becomes a nun. 
where the racism comes into play in this film that I probably didn't catch when I was a child was that when she's first introduced to, I guess, the head nun, mistress lady, the the boss. The Harry uh, Potter lady. Convent. That's how I know her. Maggie Smith, right? Sure. I believe is the mm-hmm. actress's name. Uh, I don't believe they have dialogue, but she goes to her superior and is like, takes one look at Whoopi Goldberg, doesn't really have a conversation with her, and is like, that? We can't hide her. I mean, clearly. And I don't know how, how we're supposed no. to take it other than she's black. And the film doesn't <laughs> want the character to just say that. But what else is she going off of? She's not, I don't think she's had a conversation. There's already with one way to read this in the table uh, <laughs> run through here. <laughs> yes. That's the white people are discussing <laughs> this black person in the other room. I don't know. That's a pretty big ask that you're trying to call in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I didn't catch that one as a kid. Um, I also probably didn't find it that funny when I was a kid, but I just, you know, it's it's a nun being silly, doing things that you don't expect a nun to do. Uh, that's why I call this a family comedy. I'm not going to come down too harsh on this as a damn near 40-year-old man. I think it was fine. Mm. It was mostly entertaining, but I wouldn't say it made me laugh ever. But I, yeah. I, had, <laughs> I had one laugh. I had one pretty big laugh. Uh, when the, from Whoopi or from someone else? Oh uh, well, from the white people. When the nuns are tr- ah, when the nuns are trying to uh, take over the helicopter and get the helicopter to uh, to mm-hmm. take this over, they're invoking the name of God to that you know the guy's gonna have a limp dick and boils on his back <laughs> and all this bullshit if well, he doesn't take him. I was like, that's a good mm-hmm. that's a good use of uh, of the position. You know what I mean? Like it's you know you gotta abuse the position that you're in sometimes. That's pretty mm-hmm. much textbook Catholic, I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> as far as like. <laughs> Invoking as much uh, pain and uh, shame as possible. Hmm. <clears throat> well, we're recording this on uh, Easter Sunday, and uh, for the the few freak show uh, Christians that I'm friends with on Facebook, my God, I forget it's their fucking Super Bowl. I just thought that was Christmas, but man, they, he they is love risen, a good baby. zombie story. They he is it. risen, they just... and he listens to sober cinema. So should you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Hiro, approved. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought you would come in uh, guns blazing for uh, Miss Hocus Pocus here. I guess getting her her big break. Is that uh, that big Kathy... fat person? <sighs> Jesus Christ, man! You're on. <laughs> is that who, is that who she is? Health at every size. Rec- we don't. <laughs> I recognized her, and I and I recognized that there was she was being given like this this you know this part where she's you know she's out front a little bit. Uh, she's a little extra goofy, but I've never seen her before or after. I have not seen Hocus well, Pocus ever before. That's that's why I mentioned Hocus Pocus because I go to Kathy. Uh, is it Najimi? Najimi? I don't even. Sure. I don't know. She had a brief moment in the sun. I recognize the face mainly from Sister Act. Uh, her known for is Sister Act One, Hocus Pocus, Sister Act Two, and the Golden Corral. Uh, and something called Rat Race from two thousand one. So, uh, but apparently Hocus Pocus Two is in post production. So the Disney Plus mining for any IP that they have uh, will continue. The people have spoken. (laughs) Until we're all blessedly dead. Um, (laughs) I think I just would like more Harvey Keitel here. I don't know. I was... I'm just going to beat the only joke we've got. I was fascinated on how this man found himself in a sexual relationship with Wolfie Goldberg. Like, what? (laughs) A man of power, a man of money, a man of means... A man who can have anything he wants in, where is it? They're not in Vegas. They're like in Reno or something like that, right? They're like the tear mm-hmm. down. But and she's not even known as a talented singer, right? right? 
She's she's like a low class singer that people just and kind of ignore. The bums aren't even paying attention to her. You know what I mean? Like she's right. she's singing the lyrics that are all completely wrong. She's just doing whatever she wants because no one gives a shit what Whoopi's doing up on stage. That was one of the weirdest sections for me is when they were looking down and expecting tips for lounge singing. Like, uh, I, this is a Disney movie. I know there's no titties that are going to be freed in this. Like, what are you exactly, uh, what are you jonesing for here? Like, looking at they, me, they, they were looking at the tip. They were looking, I'm not going to, I mean, like, if I'm in Vegas Arena, I ain't tipping a lounge singer. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> so you're, you're basically saying that if you go into a bar, like these, you're a monster. Uh, you know, customers are, and they're ignoring the act. They didn't come there to listen to her. In fact, they may actually want her to stop. You're saying that there's no tip required because you're you're not the draw. I tip lounge the singers. No. the draw. Yeah, I'm definitely not the draw. <laughs> I'm there playing video I'm poker. Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun Times. Our first movie is named Sister Act, starring Whoopi Goldberg as a Reno lounge singer who witnesses a murder and hides from the mob by entering a convent under the witness protection program. That's a great idea for a movie, and Goldberg is good in it, but apart from some isolated comedy scenes, the movie seems strangely low-key and low-spirited. It doesn't have the zest we'd expect from this material. One of the downers in the movie is Maggie Smith as the mother superior. She doesn't approve of her latest nun, which is no surprise, but it's depressing when she plays her entire role as if this is serious drama. Mary Clarence, I think you might enjoy a ritual fast. No, 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 I don't think I would. I'd just put a little salt in it, it'll be fine. Look, I'm going to have someone pass me the salt over there. A fast. To remind you of those who must endure without food. Escaping the cloistered life in the convent, Whoopi inadvertently leads a couple of the nuns across the street for a night out. Some of the best moments in the movie belong to Kathy and Jimmy as a nun who always seems about to suppress... A giggle. Oh, it's shoebox. Oh, one song, one song. No, Do you no, have no, no, song, no, please? no. Come on, he does. All right. It'll come back to you tenfold. Thanks. How are you up? How's it up? I love this song. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give tonight. One dance. I'll be right back, please. <laughs> Eventually, she's appointed choir director and brings an unexpected taste of Motown into the Sunday services. No handsome face could ever take Ladies. There were moments in Sister Act when I did laugh loudly, but unfortunately they were mostly in the coming attractions trailer, which I saw three times before I saw the movie, and which gives away most of the movie's surprises and plunders almost all of the jokes, so that seeing the film itself is a curious case of deja vu. But at least the trailer was put together with high energy and zeal. The movie itself seems slower and less high-spirited, and the director, Emil Ardolino, has no apparent style at all, either visual or comedic. The movie feels as if it were directed out of a textbook, and when Whoopi gets a laugh, it's because of the dialogue and because of her performance, with no thanks to the lackluster filmmaking. You know, I would say I wouldn't fault the director as much as I'd fault the writing here, because my take on the picture was there isn't a scene in this movie that isn't what I would have expected if yeah. you told me the plot. You're going to see the stern mother superior. You're going to see uh, the fat, jolly nun. Mm -hmm. You're going to see the shy nun. Uh, then you're going to see Whippy uh, charm them and bring soul to 
the people that are supposed to be saving our souls, and then you're going to see the guys that are trying to get her catch up to her, and we're going to have a little chase action. This It marches you know, along, and here's what's strange, Roger. The crowd I saw it with liked the picture a lot, applauding. Yeah. But I thought it was so flimsy. I felt bad that I wasn't enjoying it, but no. it was so flimsy. You know, the problem with a screenplay like this is that in Hollywood, they have basic formulas. You bet. They pass them out, they Xerox them, they teach them in screenwriting school. You find out exactly where you're supposed to be at the 30-minute mark, at the 60-minute mark. Watching this movie, if you can kind of forget exactly what it's about, is like watching a hundred other movies because the formula is exactly the yeah. same. And that's why it felt so predictable and to you. So when, when something is funny, it's because Whoopi and the other uh, people are able to find something in themselves to yeah. make it funny. There's nothing really there for them to work you with. You said you laughed. I did not. Next movie, and our next film is the teenage comedy Encino Man, which badly mixes the juvenile humor of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure with the storyline of... E. Do we have anything nice to say about Sister Act? I came out and said it's okay, but I, I have a hard time judging something that's aimed at the Disney Plus crowd. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, I, is it better than Hocus Pocus? Maybe. I, unless I program the year of 1993, I'll never know because I'm not going to watch. Put out like a 13 minute podcast here. Put a put, put hey, that man. on the cover art. <laughs> is it better than Hocus Pocus? Your guess is as good as mine. Thumbs up. I do like. Harvey Keitel's um, frugality. You know what I mean? I love this show. I love that we're like, the white guy. Now, he's awesome. I'm trying to kill the black woman, the lead. Fascinating. With the most screen time, by far the most complex story of the whole thing. You know what? That white mob boss, he just does it for me. How did his penis Says the guy with Patrick Stewart on his background. Front and center. I, I'm, I'm trying to You're block the him out. Fan. You're the, the Trekkie on this show, Me. Pyro. Disgusting. You forget that you had an entire show where you mentioned Q over and over from the next oh, well, generation. I mean, he was rubbing titties and fingering well, and stuff like that. Oh, that, that's Q. Everybody knows Q, mm -hmm. but Whoopi Goldberg. Where do you think I learned touching buttholes from? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I came in only prepared for Hyro to like the uh, larger, uh, very white nun who is now a, pretty much just a dancing gif that's the only thing i remembered from this movie <laughs> yeah but, i mean so what is it about her that she doesn't get to the boss level of melissa mccarthy who you, you adore uh the only note i had about this lady is that big girl likes to shake it i mean that as i was watching it she's um melissa mccarthy has more money that's probably well melissa part of the mccarthy isn't uh you know on the spectrum so she, like whoa whoa <laughs> Let's just let's just target everyone. Everyone, everyone. Like <laughs> No, I mean it was just such a stock character. Like all the nuns are very very tropey. So it's just it's a it's a like one of those like ham fisted comedies that nobody. It's so formulaic and so paint by the numbers that you just tap out. Nobody gives a shit about this. You know, it's perfect for white America. I'm sure it was great at the Cracker Barrel. Well, let's not be too hasty now. There is a black lead, so, I mean, you're having a lot of faith in the uh, progressive spirit of the customers of Cracker Barrel. But uh, I like how I was going back to Melissa McCarthy and sort of her, like, boss-level ability to just dominate. I do like that there's not much pushback. When Whoopi Goldberg comes in and says, your act sucks, these nuns can't sing. Yeah. Maggie Smith pretty much just takes the L for the entire runtime. Except, <laughs> spoiler alert for Sister Act, 
I had it in my mind as a kid that when Harvey Keitel comes in with his Simpsons goon squad uh, to kill Whoopi Goldberg, to have her executed from this these group of nuns, I had it in my head that uh, Maggie Smith stepped forward so that there would at least be one other nun or the group of nuns would say, you'll have to kill all of us. No, they don't, they don't do any of that. And I think that goes back to her first interview with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> we'll pray for you. Good luck. Or they're not the same. <laughs> There's just something about this particular person. I'm not going to say it out loud, but <laughs> she presents a unique problem to trying to hide her. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't know if I should, in the edit, just overlay Maggie Smith with Jared and just have them back and forth <laughs> basically doing the lines. <laughs> That's a lot of work. Who, who is more racist? The Nasty Hellcat or Maggie Smith? Well-known racist in Hollywood. Nasty Hellcat, for sure. Let me pose a question to Jared to see if yes. he can be even more racist. Yes. Uh, originally, this uh, film uh, was written with Bette Midler in mind for the lead role. This was a project destined for her and her vocal talents. Better uh, or worse? <laughs> Honest to God, I would pick Whoopi. I uh, I can't stand Bette Midler. Her fucking rat teeth. <laughs> I can't I can't take it. Disgusting. I'm talking to Hiro here. What's rat going on? <laughs> I don't Here's like Bette truth. Midler at all. I make fun of Whoopi, but at the very least, it was just a mild comedy. With Bette Midler, I actively just cannot wait to stop looking at her. Period. Hmm. So, Jared. Fuck, Mary kill. Bette oh, Midler, boy. Whoopi, and Hocus Pocus, none. Oh, God. And I'm going to kill Bette Midler after going just off Just throw yourself off a bridge, Jared. You don't want to. <laughs> Kill you. Go full Toby I would Stein. shoot yourself. I would shoot Toby twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm eating lead. <laughs> Nobody wins. I'm sure they don't want me either. I'll I'll, I'll equal it out. <laughs> they ain't looking at me with longing eyes either. So let's just all have ritual suicide and get it over with. I know Whoopi knows how to make the Kool Aid. <laughs> ah. Boy, we're losing uh, losing viewers, huh? <laughs> Seventeen minutes. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're fighting for content here. Like this is quite possibly the hardest we've ever worked to like find something to say about a movie. And that I think that speaks volumes to the vanilla nature of this well, bullshit movie. On a real note, when I say sister act, I I mean none. I know I'm not allowed to say the other sister. I'm taking that seriously. <laughs> if we could only capture visually. <laughs> Wait a second. Mm. Did the 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 filmmakers intend for for that title to be like this? Is that is Maybe that what the point? Stumped. I don't think so. I, I think it still had the same title with uh, Bet Midler. <laughs> Jared has stumbled upon something here. Yeah. I mean, Jared's been to Cracker Barrel. Uh, more than a few times, yeah. so he would misconstrue the intent. What is Disney Plus trying to shove my way? It, what if it's stop bringing politics into this? What if they drop the ER and just put an A at the back end of sister? <laughs> that should have been the like the add-on for Sister Act Two. <laughs> what was the subtitle for Sister Act Two? Does anyone have that? I'm back in the to... habit. <sighs> Like, like what habit or, what habit does she have? I, 
I don't know. I thought, yeah, Hyrule, have you not seen the uh, sequel? I've never seen any of these. This is a first time watch for me. Oh, I may really? be mistaken, though. Is your your co-host on uh, True Bromance that's a huge Pitch Perfect mythology fan? Because I think the second sister act is basically a version of what Pitch Perfect would become. I think it's a singing competition movie. There's no crime element. I think I like uh, like Lauren Hill was in the sister act, too, or something like that. It was like a big deal that she was there. Do you not know who Lauren Hill is? Maybe, maybe in your neck of the woods. You know. <laughs> a religious habit is the clothing that they wear. Hey, so it makes sense. Learn a thing or two. Ooh, the poster's a little sexier, Jared. Do you have this up? Whoopi showed a little Hold leg. on. Show a little more heels. ankle. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to have to flog yourself after <laughs> seeing that. up the Oculus. <laughs> oh, Lord! <laughs> when Kytel was in prison, she's got to get herself another man. Directed by uh, Sober Cinema uh, alum, the sequel, Bill Duke. From Deep Cover. Goes from Deep Cover to Sister Act 2. My guy. Love him. <laughs> they really know what talent she's done that one. <laughs> she has shown some leg, isn't she? <laughs> Who directed the first one? What talents would those be, Jared? Huh? Why do you think Bill Duke was hired for Sister Act 2? He's probably a white guy. Nope, he's not. <laughs> I forgot who Bill Duke was. <laughs> Hmm, why was he? <laughs> Bill Duke is awesome. I just want to point out uh, to my co-hosts here that uh, I can't have two Hyros on the show. I have two senile old men who forget conversations we had. And actually, Hyros being somewhat on his best behavior, but I'm just not used to Jared dropping these details like that. Bill Duke's probably a white guy. Missed that entire segment yeah. of Deep Cover. It just he said <laughs> Look, I'm in a lot well, of different this directions direction here. Dancing, man. I got one tab open for Bette Midler, another one for Bill Duke. You got me in too many different directions. I got to be hyper-focused. You're a very conflicted man, Jared. Bette Midler and Bill Duke. <laughs> different timelines there. <laughs> My internet connection goes dead. You know, I've killed myself. <laughs> You have been frozen for like the last ten minutes. Yeah. So really, Something yes. I, I think it's the Star Trek background that's overwhelming your connection. I don't know what the hell the deal is with that. All right. <clears throat> well, at least you can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we hear you. Unfortunately. <laughs> Scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm drunk. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Anything else? I don't know how I'm going to cobble this episode together. You know, I did... Uh, I had lots of clips. <laughs> yeah, but we all we're going to come off the clips is saying we didn't like any of this, except for Harvey Keitel, which we have done before on previous episodes, where we play one minor character over and over, and that's it. Um, I think for the Basic Instinct episode, three out of four of the clips were all Gus, just ranting towards Michael Douglas. Nothing of Sharon Stone. Great guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about this. It's, it's a very vanilla movie. I mean... Uh, again, you fail at uh, 
scheduling out Super Cinema, Michael. How do, how do I fail? Because you keep That's picking what, these uh, like terrible movies to. You know, this has uh, come up before. I believe I do have a recording somewhere. I'm not going to find it because that would require too much effort. Where we went over the entire schedule. Checks and balances involved. You know, that means everything. (laughs) Somewhere there was at least a majority vote that Sistrak got at least two out of three. And I'm willing to bet that you were one of them, Hiro. Not Jared, because he's horribly racist. He is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I probably probably was in on this mistake. 